0: Welcome to It's Gwinnable, the podcast of my journey to become the best woman, wife, and mother that I can be.
1: Okay, so it's been about 12 hours since I was recording last. Man, today did not go how I planned, but that is real life. Um, It has felt weird and I have felt kind of, I don't know, like just awkward and... Strange all day because I knew there was a half finished podcast episode I just really wanted to get to. So, this is not my favorite way of doing things. Uh, And hopefully, I will be able to do it differently moving forward. I'm happy that this is episode 34 and that that's the first time that this has happened. Um, And hopefully, it will be another 34 episodes before we're having to deal with it again because not the most fun for me. Okay, so I wanted to talk about. we talked about, like, my end goal of, like, getting back to my beautiful spreadsheet checklist of happiness, um, but I have always felt like either, like, I'm an all-or-nothing person, and I am, like, perfection or disaster is, like, the two options my brain goes to to give me for whether or not I'm succeeding at something, so... Yeah, participation awards are not really my my jam. Um, So I have this struggle with trying to build things slowly. And it's something that I'm working on this year a lot. I have mentioned it a lot in different areas of my life and different podcasts. I'm trying to take baby steps towards things or like break goals down into smaller bite-sized pieces so that I can manage them. Um, And one of the things uh, that I've really been enjoying about it. Uh, I mentioned a few weeks ago, I think about a new podcast that I found that I was really liking, um, as part of my like <laughs> it's a search to motivate myself better. Um, I started kind of looking around on the internet and found a few different things and learned a lot actually. Um, just trying to find something that like kind of gave me that reinvigoration boost of energy, um, to get going. And one of the things I found was a podcast called a slob comes clean. Um, I'm still like way back in the early cause like when I find a podcast I like, I go back to episode one and kind of move along. So I think I've just started like 2017 in her podcast, but I'm learning so much and it's such like a refreshing thing for me to hear somebody else who kind of thinks about things the same way that I do, or like struggles with things in a similar similar way that I do in a lot of ways, the way that she talks reminds me a lot of like my grandmother, to be honest, my, my mom's mom who lived with us for a long time, just some of her, um, the things that she talks about struggling with, like, I just picture my grandma in my head and she always, like, she had those struggles big time too. Um, and to some extent I have some of them, but like, I can relate to it in a really real way because I grew up kind of in that environment, um, and with people who kind of struggled in the same ways. So one of the things that she was talking about which makes so much sense to me and I don't know like my brain being like an all or nothing perfection or disaster kind of brain wouldn't allow me to go there but she um when she was trying to come up with something that worked for her she just kind of broke it down into like the smallest pieces ever she was like you know what okay I'm just gonna do the dishes and I'm just gonna do the dishes every day and every day like obviously the first day there's a lot of them because you're starting something new But then the second day there's less and the third day there's less Um, and the fourth day, like it just takes less time to stay on top of it once you are on top of it, whereas my brain goes, okay, I have to wait. I'll have six hours to deep clean the entire house, do like a big spring cleaning, reset type of clean. And then from there, I'll just be able to stay on top of everything all at once. Rather than her philosophy of things is just building that one step. So like if all you get done in the day is dishes, you did what you were supposed to be doing until the dishes becomes an ingrained habit every like time and day and part of your life where you're just doing it kind of automatically without thinking about it and it's taking you less and less time so you feel like you're ready to then tackle the next area and she has like suggestions on like where like she started and how like you know kind of a thing so just i never gave myself permission to kind of slow it down like that so i have been looking at um i took that her philosophy and i tied it in with another one i was unaware of this but people on youtube make videos of themselves cleaning their houses and then they post them and they're called things like come clean with me and i was like what is this i think it's a beautiful thing um and I like them I don't find them as motivating as like an episode of hoarders which I've talked about before being super motivating or like the podcast because I can put the podcast on and then like I find the next thing I know like I'm puttering around you know tidying things up and dusting and doing whatever um just while I'm listening to her talk and whereas when I'm watching the videos I found them on Facebook but they came from YouTube um I sit and I watch the videos. (laughs) So I find it slightly less motivating in that sense. Um, But I learned some really nifty tricks. And I wish I could remember the name of her videos because I like them a lot. But if I think of it, I will let you know. Um, One of the things that I really liked about what the one video I was watching what she did was like she organized all of her laundry and she folded all the things that get folded but the t-shirts every time she came to anything that would hang in the closet she just stacked them like open face like she was going to fold them but then just put the next t-shirt on top and the next t-shirt on top like just layered like that so not folded at all just laying flat out i hope i'm explaining that in a good way and then she goes into her closet and she comes out with a handful of hangers and she puts the hanger in the t-shirt on the top and then folds it in half So that the next collar is exposed and then she puts the hanger in that one and folds it in half and kind of goes through them and then at the end of it she just unfolds all of them and she's got like 15 hangers in her hand and she just walks into her closet and puts them all in at the same time and i was like oh like this like light bulb eureka moment went off in my head and i'm like oh my gosh i never even thought to do things that way and it's so huge for me because um as i mentioned not too long ago i had to rearrange Rupert's bedroom because it's going to become eventually the kid's bedroom they're going to have to share Um, and the dresser he had in there was too big so I had to give him my dresser which is much smaller it's one of those tall ones but in the meantime I have no dresser so I've been hanging all of my clothes which is fine um except like how I was doing it was I would fold everything that was folded and put everything away that needed to be you know from the folded perspective and just make like a pile on my bed of everything that needed to hang and then i would take the items one at a time and take them off my bed walk them into my closet hang them up and then come out take the next thing walk into my closet hang it up and although it's very good if you're tracking your steps on your fitbit um <laughs> because i would get like 4,000 steps by the time i finished doing all of the laundry um but it's not very efficient And when you have a toddler, you need efficiency in everything. Um, I usually do laundry, folding and sorting and stuff while he's napping or asleep. But still, the faster I get it done, I either have more time to rest and relax, which is getting more important to me the further along in my pregnancy that I get because I am tired and sitting down means everything to me. Um, Or I have time to move on to like the next chore, which I also like. So... um, I was just like oh my god i never even thought to do it that way so if like me you're hanging a lot um because it sounds like robin's goal when he gets home is to go through his clothes and declutter them a little bit and then also get rid of his dresser and hang all of his things in the closet so multitudinous hanging of things (laughs) is going to be coming in my future even more so than it is now and um when rupert was really small i remember a lot of things hanging in his closet too. He doesn't have too much. I think he has like four things that hang now. Um, but when he was really little, he had more stuff that, that hangs. So I'm kind of leaning towards the assumption that new baby will also have multiple things that hang. So I just really like the idea of just laying them all on top of each other and then just bing, 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 bing. And then off into the closet they go. So, um, but one of the other things that that person, the lady with the cleaning videos was talking about, it's going to drive me nuts that I can't remember the name of her videos in case you wanted to go and watch them. Cause it's very like Zen. There's like music playing in the background and she like does voiceovers on them. I don't know. I really enjoy it. But one of the other things that she was talking about was having a domino chore. And I, I hadn't heard about it, like called it domino chore before, but when like looking back over my life and all of my various cleaning routines, which we've already discussed, um, when I lived on my own, I would always start with stripping my bed, um, getting bedding into the laundry and then is and then I would like while it was going through the washer and the dryer, I would run around and gather up the rest of the laundry and get you know started on the dishes and all those things. but I didn't really like my favorite thing was when I got a second set of sheets for my bed because then I could chuck the comforter into the dry- into the like into the wash and the dryer and strip the sheets and add them to the pile of laundry but then turn around and immediately make my bed with the second set of sheets because things really jump off for me when the bed is made Um, and not just from the perspective of like it's really great to look at it with like all the pillows on it nice and like everything's made nice but also from the perspective of as I'm sure you've guessed I do laundry on my bed. So, um, especially now that like with three of us being in the house and then soon with four of us being in the house, I take the clean loads of laundry, they get dumped out on the bed. I sort them, um, because now everybody's laundry gets done together, um, into, into the different piles. And then I fold them. Like I have a certain way that I go through and fold them in a certain order. Um, cause I'm a little OCD about my laundry. Um, but to me, like part of it is so that's why making the bed used to be my like domino. It triggered the cleaning session and it was what got me going. But now, for the last, ooh, I want to say like two and a half years, I've been making our bed every morning. I especially when Robin's out of town, I get up out of bed, I turn around immediately, make the bed, get all the pillows on top of it. And then I, like, go start the coffee pot or have a shower or whatever else I'm doing. Um, When Robin's home, if we both get up at the same time, I still make the bed right away. Um, If he wants to sleep in or something else is going on, then I come back later and make the bed. No big deal, but I try to get it done as quickly in the morning as I can because it's nice having it there. And because I haven't had a set cleaning routine, if there's laundry, I can just kind of dump it onto the bed and then come back and deal with it during nap time or, or what have you um so that used to be my domino chore, but clearly it isn't anymore because it's become one of my daily habits so from there i would say when i had my gorgeous beautiful spreadsheet i would do the um do the dishes so i would if the dishes were in the dishwasher clean, I'd empty them and that's where I would start if I didn't have, or like the dishwasher wasn't clean, I would just start adding dirty dishes into it, be left with the hand wash dishes, get them put through, and then move on to like wiping down the kitchen countertops and like everything kind of just spirals out from there, I find. But after my spreadsheet, beautiful gorgeousness fell to pieces on me um, and I just had less time especially when Rupert was like under a year old. Um, I found I was more like, I call it survival mode, but obviously like the second Rupert needed anything, he was so small. Um, I like just, everything gets dropped and he gets whatever it is that I need. So whatever time I had for cleaning, I'd start with the dishes and I would usually get them done, but I wouldn't necessarily move on to the next step. Um, cause usually after the dishes are going through, um, I would then move on to just, like, picking up the living room really quickly, clearing off surfaces and getting ready to vacuum and sweep and all those things. Um, But I wouldn't, a lot of the time I wouldn't get there, but because it's the place I start, um, like, the next day I would still start with the dishes. You see where I'm going with this? Um... And it's a little, it's easier now that he's bigger because even if I start with the dishes and then he wants to play, I can then go, okay, I'll play with you for a little while. And then the next time he's playing happily on his own, I can resume sweeping in the kitchen and then vacuuming in the living room and like just sporadically as it goes through. And usually by the end of the day, I have kind of all of the basics done and then it's just fitting in other things um, around after that. And just the, um, the problem that I was having was bathrooms usually get done last in my natural like order of cleaning things. And our front bathroom um, or the guest bathroom always gets done first. And then the back bathroom, which is our master bathroom, gets done last. And it just was like, there were times when I desperately needed to start in the back bathroom, but my brain because it does things in a specific order or um due to time like i can't just leave rupert in the living room playing by himself and go clean the back bathroom um because as i mentioned uh, our bedroom's not child proof i can't have him in here um so if i go into our into our bedroom or into our back bathroom i have to make sure that our bedroom door is closed so that he can't come in um because obviously if i'm cleaning especially the bathrooms um you know, where there's a little bit harsher cleaners and things being used. Um, I, for the most part, make all my own cleaners for household cleaning things. And they are like, I could drink it if I wanted to. It would taste soapy and weird, but it wouldn't hurt me at all. So I'm not worried about him getting the spray bottle and you know squeezing it and making a mess or squirting it in his face or anything like that because i know what's in it because i made it myself um just all natural super environmentally friendly niceness um which i like so i'm not worried about that but the one area where i still use commercial cleaners is cleaning our toilets um i just don't love the way my natural cleaner does. Like, I don't like the job that it does on the toilet specifically. And I still feel like especially the toilet bowl needs something a little bit more hefty, if you will. So um, that's the one area where I use a cleaner that I keep like locked behind a childproof everything and he doesn't get to touch it and he doesn't get to be around when it's being used and all of those things. Um, to keep him safe so there are limited times when i can clean the bathrooms because he has to be either with another adult um sometimes my sister-in-law will come over and i'll say hey like would you mind if i just went and cleaned the bathroom for like 20 minutes um it's driving me nuts or um he'll be hanging out down at my parents house for a little bit if we're planning on having dinner there i'll say hey do you guys mind if i just pop home for like 20 30 minutes and just get some stuff done or he has to be asleep Unless Robin is home and then I can send the guys off to play together and I can get some stuff done. But while Robin's working away, it's just a little bit more trying to schedule things in as safety permits. Anyways, so it just got me to thinking like when I was looking for motivation and looking for like getting my oomph back when it came to cleaning in general, um, just because I think I've mentioned like just with the pandemic and no one really coming over to visit, but also with me being pregnant and just not having any energy and wanting to conserve what little energy I do have for playing with Rupert and making sure that his energy needs and his attention needs and stuff are being met properly. It just wasn't like the thing that got cut was the cleaning because no one was coming over. Um, And it was really starting to affect just how, how I felt about myself and how I felt about my space. I am very sensitive to um, being impacted by my space. If, um, like if our bedroom's super cluttered or if our closet is super cluttered, it's hard for me to be in there for very long just because it starts to feel just, I don't know, like dark, I guess. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird thing, but I am very impacted. And I think that's something that stems from like years ago when my depression and my anxiety were really bad and just not being able to get back on top of things because, of that um when things start to get cluttered or things start to get a little bit more messy than usual my brain starts to be like oh no you have to deal with this right now or it's going to get back to the point where you don't know where to start again and you're going to go back down that trail and you don't want to do that like i think for me those things can be very connected like i know um logically speaking like there's absolutely like a brain chemistry element involved there but there's also life circumstances that are all involved in the depression and anxiety ball as well um and then and then your spatial um aspect of it too so like personal hygiene and like household hygiene i guess for lack of a better term um like the cleanliness of the home and the cleanliness of myself or like yeah it plays into it too and the only things that I have 100% control over are my spatial aspect of it. I do have some control over the, um, what am I trying to say? Like the life circumstances, like if there's a person that's really dragging me down or like I recently unfriended a couple of people on Facebook because all of the stuff they posted just really got me all wound up. And I thought, why am I doing this to myself? This is stupid. Um, So I could monitor those things. And if there are toxic people in my life, I can decide how long they stay in my life for. But I don't have necessarily as much control over that element of it. um, And I don't have as much control over the brain chemistry element of it because a lot of that has to do genetics and things like that. Um, So part of my way of staying on top of things is monitoring closely the things that I can monitor. And I just noticed that... I was starting to be impacted heavily by my lack of cleaning time. So I was looking for ways to motivate myself, ways to encourage myself, ways to just kind of like jumpstart that way again um, before it got to the point of like, okay, I need help. I don't know where to go from here. Um, I need to invite a friend over and have them clean with me all day so I can get back on top of things, which I have not had to do in years. I'm so fortunate and so grateful that I've gotten to a point with the whole depression and anxiety bandwagon of life where I have a good toolkit in place and I watch myself closely for those things and I catch it really early and I have up to now been able to just kind of spin it around and get back on top of things which I'm really pleased with so um Yes, in the process of looking for ways to jumpstart myself and looking for these videos and finding that podcast and watching her videos and having her talk about her domino chore, it just got me to thinking, okay, what is my domino chore now? What is it, the thing that when I get it done and I see that it's done, it motivates me to move forward into the next step? Just kind of automatically, like it just kind of gets things going. and and yes so i don't know this is like i said it used to be making the bed but that's a daily habit now um and i would still like for me i would say it's definitely a two-step combo one getting a load of things into the laundry um definitely helps if it's like if we have full laundry baskets no we don't have full laundry baskets every day um but then the second thing then would be definitely the dishes if i get all the dishes taken care of and all of the countertops kind of wiped down and cleaned then it just kind of launches me into the next step and walking into my kitchen and seeing that done is really motivating for me to be like okay it didn't take you that long to do that this is what you can get done and this is how good you can feel in such a short amount of time so it just got me to kind of thinking I wonder you know like what other people's domino chores are and like what is it that Get you going and get you motivated and get you on to the next step um, somewhat automatically. Um, one of the other things the podcast talked about, which I really liked, was um, she said that she started running their dishwasher every night. We don't have enough people living here that that's. It's, it's just, it's silly. It's not full every night. Um, she has a lot more people living in her house, but I love the idea of that. And I have been trying to replace, um, a lot of things that Rupert uses that are not breakable and all of those things are not dishwasher safe. So I've been slowly trying to replace his things with stuff that is dishwasher safe because, um, with Robin coming home in the next few weeks and then the baby coming, um, we might get to a point where we can run the dishwasher every night. And I love the idea of that where I can get up in the morning, empty the dishwasher, and then just spend the day filling the dishwasher and then running it. And she was saying because she runs it every day, she has space in her dishwasher for like the pots and pans and things that you get with dinner that you don't normally have space for if you wait until you have cups and plates and bowls and stuff in that space. So if you know you're running it every day anyways, as long as your pots and pans are dishwasher safe, some of ours are, some of ours aren't. But if I used those ones, I could just put them into the dishwasher and not have to wash them through by hand. And it would just free up a lot of my time doing that. So I am going to talk to my dad um because he will know the answer um she says that running the dishwasher uses less water than doing the hand like hand loads of laundry um dishes not laundry so i want to ask him his opinion on that and see if he agrees so if the answer to that question is something you're interested in uh let me know and i can update you if you want when i find out um because I've always been kind of hesitant to run the dishwasher every day because I feel like it takes up a lot more water. But apparently, um, at least what the person in the podcast was saying was um, dishwashers have come such a long way and are so much more energy efficient that um, they actually take less now. So I will ask him, see what he says. Um, Since he repairs dishwashers for a living, he will have a ready answer to that question for me. But um, I'm hoping that it's true. And that I can feel a lot less guilty about doing one load of dishwasher overnight with maybe like one small load of hand-washed dishes that just can't go in the dishwasher. um, Instead of like three sink loads of dishes a day and running the dishwasher every other day or every two days or however long it takes for it to be filled. It depends on what we've been eating. (laughs) But uh, that's something that I think would be really cool to have be a part of like my daily... My daily kind of habits so that's something i definitely am looking forward to hopefully trying if it works out nicely um the other kind of hack uh that i've picked up along the way um i think i found it on pinterest somewhere i found it after i did my beautiful spreadsheet and it all fell apart um so it wasn't ever on there but i have always struggled with um our master bathtub It is not standard size, so it is significantly wider than a normal standard bathtub. Um, And I just always really struggled with um, cleaning it comfortably, Um, especially like after having Rupert um, and my core, I had like abdominal separation and um, I can't pronounce what it's actually called, but abdominal separation is um the description of it and so like weakened core muscles and just leads to even more back pain um, and that kind of thing and of course now being pregnant again kind of bending over leaning forward not exactly super comfortable for me um right now uh, and of course like earlier on when i was dealing with a lot of morning sickness i don't know, just like leaning over the bathtub for whatever reason would trigger it um so i was looking for more like efficient ways of cleaning our bathtub and our bathtub is original to the house which means it is late 70s early 80s and just that shiny finish isn't really all that great anymore so I found that my homemade cleaners not so great on it. Um, and I just kept like trying to find something that would work a little bit better or do an easier job. And I saw, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Pinterest. Someone was cleaning their bathtub with Dawn dish soap and like one of those mini brooms from like the dollar store. And like they said, they specifically bought the broom just for cleaning the bathtub, but like one of the ones with like the shorter handles, but it still means you don't have to bend over. And I was like, Whoa, let me try this. Um, so I tried the just soap first with just like a sponge and it did clean the bathtub really, really well. Um, I have to be careful because sometimes I can get a little soap happy and it takes forever to rinse all of the bubbles out. Um, before I went and bothered like getting an extra broom and all that kind of stuff. So, but it is just heaven, especially because that bathtub has the detachable, um, sprayer i never want to own a tub or shower ever again that does not have the detachable spraying head because it makes cleaning so much easier so i can just squirt some Dawn dish soap into the tub get the little broom out all the way around give the top parts a good wipe and then rinse the whole thing out with the hosey thing it is done in like a third of the time and it is cleaner and i'm happier and it is beautiful and it makes me so happy so it works amazingly well and the dawn dish soap meets my requirements of not using the super harsh chemical cleaners i used to do a lot of like house sitting and things like that and i would use the cleaners that the people had in their homes because they were there and i tried to clean when i was leaving um but i found i was getting a lot of skin reactions i was getting a lot of even um like respiratory issues um the last time i tried to use windex i had to go sit outside for 20 minutes with my head between my knees because i couldn't breathe and i got dizzy and extremely lightheaded so i have very um odd reactions to commercial cleaners um so i that's when i started making our own kind of at home um and i guess (laughs) that it's either the pandemic bringing out the really 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 harsh cleaners Um, or having been married to me, um, for nearly five years, Robin has just gotten so used to the cleaners that I use, but he has like gone out of his way to mention to me when we're talking that he's having problems and he like, he's at a camp. So he has like a room in like that the company provides that gets cleaned buy cleaners the company hires, So like he just has to take care of his laundry and there's a cafeteria for food and everything's just kind of done for him, um, which is great because he works 12 or 13 hour days, six days a week, and he's tired. So cleaning, not really high up on his things to do. Um, but the cleaning staff that comes through, whatever it is they're using, is driving him nuts and making him super uncomfortable. Um, so like I said, like it could just be um with the pandemic going on they're using a lot more harsher things which I'm sure they probably are um but it could also be combined with we use all natural really awesome stuff at home so he hasn't really dealt with that he will buy like we currently own some Windex because he likes to use it on the windows and if he wants to use it on the windows that's fine um and he will also use it in his truck and things like that too I just can't drive in the vehicle he does it in for like three days after he does it or like my skin turns this weird shade of purple and I start struggling to breathe it's really bizarre um so yes so he, he has the he has the things that he likes to use when he mostly cleans the vehicles he does do the windows usually in the spring just because he likes the look that Windex gives them better than and I don't disagree um that's like the third place that I feel like I'm going to start experimenting with my homemade cleaner and seeing if I can get something that works a little bit better on the windows because um, I'm, I'm not in love with it, like it gets them clean, but uh, it, does, it doesn't look super awesome. Um, so I agree with him there. And that's all my list of things to tweak and figure out. But um, that was like the other hack that I kind of have discovered in the last like two ish years or so that I thought was worth sharing just because it made my life so much easier. Than it has been before. So, hopefully, that will help somebody else too, because it has been just one of the best things that has ever happened to my life. Um, And with that being said, I feel like um, we've been going here for a little bit. I think, yes. Um, So, I will wrap it. I'll try to wrap it up a little bit for you. Um, My tip to try this week um, is just to think about your domino tour and um, how it works for you and if it's changed for you recently because um, I had that experience where mine has definitely, definitely changed um, from making the bed to doing something else. And I think as we change seasons of life, it'll change. So if you don't know what your like domino or trigger or, like jumping off chore is, um, and maybe you just start somewhere different every week, because to me, logically it would make sense if I just kind of took a scan around the house and saw like the biggest problem area and started there first, just logically, that makes sense, but practically it does not seem to work for me. Um, but if you do have a domino tour, I would love to hear what it is. Um, so let me know. And, uh, what I'm struggling this week, definitely negativity. Um, I've been having a lot of trying to stop myself in my tracks and, um, just like with the negative self-talk, mostly internal, thank goodness. Cause I try not to externalize that stuff around Rupert, but it is definitely something that I'm finding I'm struggling with again this week. So that's what I'm struggling. Yeah. It makes me sad. So three things I'm grateful for. Um, I have gotten quite a few, what i call grown-up tasks done so there have been a few things on my to-do list that i push off and i push off and they mostly have to do with making phone calls to people i don't know i hate doing that um but i did call and get the fall um furnace maintenance scheduled and i had to call them like three times because i kept having to change Like I would call and I'd make the appointment time and it'd be a good time for me. And then something would happen and suddenly it wasn't a good time for me anymore. So I would have to call and change it. So that is done. Um, He was here yesterday and it's done and the furnace is good and all set to go for fall. So and just a few things like that where I've had to call to like get appointments and stuff set up. And I'm actually, I've done like four or five of them in the last like week or so. So very happy about that. And I am also super grateful that my cold, is getting better um i have noticed that since i've been talking all day i am sounding strange in my own head again um but i'm not i was having like these really awful coughing fits that were like borderline painful and they're not happening anymore thankfully um still the occasional like little bit of a cough but it's not anything near as bad as it was so super grateful for that i feel like i'm on the mend and it shouldn't be too much longer um when i'm back to 100 percent and The third thing that I'm grateful for is thanks to the podcast that I've been listening to, I've managed to get in some extra organizational time that normally I wouldn't even have attempted, especially on like the bigger projects where I come from the mindset and the philosophy of things get messier before they get cleaner, especially if I'm doing like a big overhaul of like my master closet or the linen closet or things like that, or if I'm going through Rupert's clothes to see what fits him and what doesn't, I, it just becomes this huge thing where like all of the stuff ends up everywhere. And then I slowly put things away or put them in a donate and that kind of thing. And I was finding that I was avoiding those tasks because I didn't have that huge chunk of time to make the gigantic mess by pulling everything out. And then also finish and get everything put away again I would often have to pause in the middle of a big mess um and especially when it comes to like our master closet our master bedroom our linen closet all the things that are happening kind of in the back half of the house um where again I can't have Rupert with me so I would pull everything out the other day I pulled a bunch of stuff out and had it all on bed um, which is like just my biggest real estate of open space. So I pulled a bunch of stuff out of the closet and got it onto the bed thinking I'd have time to organize it and stuff. And then at the end of the night, everything was just still on my bed and just kind of had to put it back in the closet so I could go to sleep. Um, and I find that really frustrating and I'm just kind of shuffling things around and moving things and I'm not really getting anything done. But in listening to the podcast, um, she has three kids so she's trying to declutter and kind of organize her house and stuff but with three small children instead of just the one that i have right now um which gives me hope for when the second one arrives but um she was talking a lot about how she manages to declutter a space without making a bigger mess so that if the kids interrupt or if something comes up and she has to walk away from it mid-project it's not worse than it was when she arrived it's still better than it was before she started and i was like oh my god please tell me your secret because i don't have time to start things from start to finish um and so i've been utilizing her tools and she said she has like two basic questions and the first question was um if i were looking for this is this where i would come to find it Um, and if the answer to that question is no, it's not where you would come to find it, but you would go look for it, you know, just random example. Um, if you're tidying up a nightside table and your husband left fingernail clippers on the nightside table and you say to yourself, if I were looking for fingernail clippers, would I be looking on Robin's nightside table? Um, no is the answer to that question. I would look for them in the bathroom in the top drawer by the sink so what she's saying is go put it in the top drawer of the bathroom beside the sink my instinct would be make a pile of all the things that need to go into the bathroom so that you can take them all there at once not that i'm expecting to find many anyways that was a weird example that i kind of made up off the top of my head um But her point being, if you make a pile of like 11 things that all have to be carried into the bathroom, but your kid gets sick and you have to go pick them up from school early, you then just, the pile is just sitting there and you've made more of a mess than you had in the first place. So it may take a little bit longer to declutter the space, but if you know where something is supposed to be, go put it there right now. And I love that. And the second thing, um, her second question is, If I needed this item, would I know I already owned it? (laughs) So sometimes I don't know. I find things like I forgot completely that we had like a selfie stick um, to like to connect your phone to to like extend your arm out further. Um, And I found it in our master bedroom closet one of the times a year or so ago now when I was cleaning up. And if I had known these strategies, then I probably would have donated it because. If I needed, for whatever reason, to have a selfie stick, I would not have remembered that we actually owned one. I would have gone to the store and bought one, Um, which, like, into her way of putting things, which is completely counterintuitive to how I was brought up. I was brought up, if there's any possible conceivable use at some point that you can imagine, in the next 50 years, you using said item, you need to hold on to it. Um, or even if it's like a neighbor or someone else could possibly use it, you need to hold on to it. And her philosophy is, if I didn't have any idea that I owned it and I would go to the store and buy another one anyways, why is it cluttering up my house right now? I haven't used it in long enough. I've literally forgotten that it was here. Why is it in my house? And I'm wrapping my head around that one because it is not natural to me. I find a lot of things that I'm working on are just me trying to reprogram my brain. My brain is a computer that's hardwired to do things in a specific way. And now I'm trying to fix it, tweak it, make it run more efficiently and better. And that is a struggle. (laughs) So, um, but I'm grateful that I've been listening to the podcast, Um, A Slob Comes Clean, and learning some of her techniques because... I have managed to tackle. Like my closet still looks like a hurricane hit it. Our master bedroom closet, but I was able to get in there for like 45 minutes the other day and put like a dent in it at least. So, um, like I've mentioned, it's kind of like the catch-all area of where, like, it is our closet where we put our clothes, but it's also where any Christmas presents go that we bought in advance, and where the wrapping paper is, and where our board games are on a shelf, and where my sewing machine lives, and all of the things like rupert's infant car seat is on a shelf in our closet um because that's the best safest place to keep it and the baby will end up using it but it's just been in there on the shelf for the last probably close to two years because he moved into his his car seat he's using now the christmas after he was born it might have been early january so it's been in there for a bit and so just any time where we need something and we're not ready to get rid of it, but we don't have anywhere else to put it, it goes into our master bedroom closet. So every, I want to say every like three months, I need to go into our master bedroom closet and kind of overhaul it and just declutter it and get rid of things and reorganize it so it's more functional. um, And we can just get out the stuff that we need to use on a day-to-day basis because as things get put in there, um, you don't really have time necessarily always to go in there and put them in there nicely. So that needs to be done again. It is time. And at least I got a good start on it. And I'm liking that it's not perfect, which would have pre-discovery of this podcast and me trying to fix my brain um, would have driven me nuts and I wouldn't even have started it because I know it's like a, it's at least a four hour project to do it the way I want to do it, which is take every single thing in the closet, out of the closet, wipe down all the shelves, give it a good vacuum, use my new carpet cleaner in there because it is carpet. And then only put back the things that we're keeping in an organized fashion where everything is visible and easily accessible. And it can be done, but that is a massive project. And I don't have that chunk of time um, available. I'm hoping to get that chunk of time still. But now when I do find that chunk of time, I'm a good 45 minutes into it already because I already started with just the little bit of time i had before rupert woke up from his nap the one day where i was just looking at does this belong in the closet where else could it go or do i need to add it to our donation pile and that is something i'm hugely grateful for it is going to be a long time coming Um, it's not too often that we can just change the way we think about something overnight It's something that I'm going to be saying out loud a lot (laughs) and something I'm reminding myself of a lot and I will get there eventually. And it will become habitual like making my bed is every morning now, which did not at all come naturally to me, but I like the outcome. I never was a making the bed person because the thought never occurred to me to make the bed when I was just going to get into it that night. I only ever made it when I was changing the sheets and cleaning, cleaning the bed, like cleaning the bedding. Um, but when I walk into a room and it's freshly made and when I go get into bed at the end of the night and it's freshly made, it just makes me so happy. And I thought, why can't I have that on the other days of the week that aren't the day that I'm doing the cleaning? So, um, yeah, I just started doing it every day kind of like early on in when I was pregnant with Rupert. And I just have done it every day since then. And some days, you know, I make it in the morning and like two hours later, I'm not feeling well and I go back to bed, but it got made. So it still makes me happy. Um, I think there might've been two or three days where I didn't actually manage to get it done when Rupert was really, really small, but neither here nor there. Like, I feel like it's become a habitual thing for me. And I'm just, every time I walk into my room, I'm like, oh, made bed. And it makes such a big difference in my day for something that takes less than three minutes to accomplish. That to me, it is 1000% worth it. Um, And I just got sidetracked yet again. I think this might be the world's longest podcast episode. Um, Let me know if you would rather in the future, if I have to pause like that, if I just make it two episodes um, or going back to what I was talking about earlier, if you think they're just getting a little long and you'd like to have them be a little bit shorter. I'm kind of waffling as I'm talking about making this episode two and just like putting them out in the same week or like one one day and one like the very next day. Um, but let me know what you think. And uh, by the time you're listening to this, I will have decided if it's one or two, anyways. <laughs> but let me know if you would prefer the entire topic kind of get discussed at once, if at all possible, or if you would prefer if I'm getting close to like a time limit or if I have to pause in my recording, anyways, if it was two episodes, because that would be helpful um, for me. So.
0: That's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it insightful or fun. If you have any thoughts about this week's topic, any feedback for, about the It's Gwinnable podcast overall, or if you have a topic you'd like to hear about, please send me an email. It'sgwinnable at gmail.com. I-T-S-G-U-I-N-A-B-L-E at gmail.com. All of your comments, requests, or questions that I receive from you are kept completely anonymous. I want this to be a safe space where everyone can feel completely safe and confident to be their authentic self with no judgment. If you have something you're struggling with or you have something you want to celebrate, I want to hear all about it. I hope that this next week is an amazing one for you. Until the next episode, take some time this week to embrace every facet of yourself.